Hey guys, welcome to Trans Talk for Men, the show all about trans attraction and trans relationships. I'm your host, Eric, with my host, Chris. Chris. That was Say you. it right. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? <laughs> say it right. Say, say my name. Say my name. Um, it's Chowder. Chowder. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so I, I want to I talk about something that happened recently um, real quick. It's sort of a shoot the shit thing. It's sort of a show topic thing. Um, I'm not going to name any names or drag anybody or anything like that. But um, unfortunately, we had somebody that was upset with how long we were taking to respond to them uh, for interview times. And I can understand that it can be frustrating, but I do want to put this out there for everybody, and especially people we're working with on getting the show, getting on the show. We don't do this full-time. Uh, all of us on the team have full-time jobs, uh, and unfortunately, all of us on the team are considered, I mean, fortunately and unfortunately, are considered essential workers. Mm -hmm. So some days I'm pulling 11-hour shifts, and... Some days when I come home from an 11-hour shift, the last thing I want to do is go through a bunch of fucking rigmarole. I just want to sit in my couch and be grumpy. That's what I want to do after an 11-hour day. So uh, my big thing is if you're frustrated with uh, how we're getting back to you or taking time to get back to you, I hear you. I understand. I ask for your patience because this is not our full-time gig. We don't just sit around and plan shit out i wish we could i wish this was my full-time gig are you kidding me i'd wake up at one every day but um <laughs> it's not and because it's not uh patience is required that was really the big thing um that was unfortunate about this most recent incident so um yeah and we're i mean we're pretty backed up on you know guess but that's just because you know uh i mean it, it, a lot of it also has to do with our record volume and all that stuff you know where typically it's twice two episodes a month okay right. well you know it, it, and, and seriously like i'm looking at a list of like i'm like right now on my computer i'm looking at a list of like 10 10 guests yeah that we have like ready to go that we already talked to about ideas and all this stuff and it's just like dude we are literally backed up and you know uh, yeah well that and this is we want to have everybody on but Jumping the jumping the line is you know kind of yeah. a ridiculous idea unless you're like I don't know a million you got a million followers on Instagram you know celebrity level I guess. Well, I I would say I see the, the followers doesn't even matter to me so much as if you are going to pay me to skip the line, <laughs> I am not above bribery. This particular um, one probably should have paid uh, <laughs> to be on the show. Uh, it, it was it, it bordered on sponsorship. They were trying to promote. Uh, something that they were going to make money off of yeah but you know we're we're nothing if not kind and just yeah. um we are just uh the justice is us but um yeah, yeah well i was gonna say you know being backlog this is what the third week in a row we've recorded like we're trying to pump these shows out the show's getting bigger we're trying to do it and Definitely. it's taxing uh Quarantine I mean, people need shows. Quarantine people need shows, and we want to give you the guys the shows. But Chris, you were at work yesterday. You were working yesterday. I was working yesterday. I start working an hour and a half. Yep, and you start work <laughs> again today. And our team's working, and 
we're we're working on it, folks. We hear you. We're trying to get stuff out. We're trying to show the love, spread the love, especially the quarantine love, because you guys need to be entertained. We get it. And honestly, what we want to do is we want to keep you guys entertained so you'll stay mm-hmm. the fuck home. And speaking of stay the fuck home, did you see that <laughs> bullshit in Michigan back in my home state? <laughs> so yeah. I don't I don't live in Michigan anymore. For those of you listening and not listening to the past episodes, I live in Oklahoma now. Um, because I figured, you know what I really want in my life is um, people who are definitely into unbelievable amounts of religiousness and a super good school system. So I went, you know where that is? Oklahoma. Um, uh, <laughs> well, you know that happened in a, a couple states. Actually. It did It did happen in a couple states, but in Michigan it made it like – national like it was a big fucking deal so they went to lansing which is the capital of michigan and they fucking blocked the main street in front of governor gretchen whitmer's office uh in their cars and they were honking but the real big thing is yeah you can park and honk at gretchen whitmer she's probably just gonna sit up there and go huh that sucks for them and put on noise canceling headphones Mm -hmm. um but what was the real problem is they were blocking access to the hospital um, and you can't fucking do that. I get that you people are morons that do this kind of thing. I understand that you have a hard time grasping, you know, reality and that it's safe to stay inside and we don't want to kill everybody. Like, I get it. I'm trying to talk real slow to any of you four-star guys that are somehow still hanging out and listening. Um, or gals. That's true. There are four star <laughs> girls. Uh, there were a lot. There were a lot of girls on that. There were a lot of girls on that video. But anyway, if yeah. you've accidentally stumbled on this show, and you're stupid, welcome. You're still dumb. <laughs> but um, the well, point I mean, is that I, I think they just don't really get why. Well, yeah, because they really cause, needs to be in place. Well, they're arguing. They're like, "You're taking away my freedoms," and they're like, "Your freedoms of what? Of fucking not infecting everybody else." Anyway, they were all in groups. They were all stupid. Don't do it. Don't block the hospitals. Well, like, it really preserves their freedom uh, of, of decent health care, actually, because the whole point is to make sure that our that our health care system doesn't get overwhelmed. So when your daughter gets appendicitis, <clears throat> uh, she can have that routine procedure, and she'll actually have a hospital bed because certainly the hospitals aren't overwhelmed with you know, COVID-19 patients. It's well, really to flatten that curve. Right. And they don't understand the flatten the curve. As a matter of fact, I've heard multiple times, um, I've heard multiple times lately of, uh, what, what is it, that people are saying like, oh, well, you were predicting 250,000 deaths and we've only had 40,000 deaths. I'm inflating those numbers slightly. I'm just kind of <laughs> rounding them up. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm not a news show, so I get to inflate those numbers. But... People are bitching that there aren't enough deaths. Like, does that prove that it isn't real? Like, I it's not. Don't blame the media. It's not a repeat what officials say. It's not. It's not a fucking competition. Um, People are like, no, you you promised me that two hundred and fifty thousand people, a quarter of a million people, would be dead, and they're not. And to me, that means I get to go fishing. And I'm like, nope. No, it well, doesn't. I mean, the only reason actually, they're not dead is because you don't get to go fishing. Fishing? would uh, I mean, as long as you're out in the middle of a lake by yourself, it actually wouldn't be too terrible. Well, that's what a lot of people were bitching about uh, in Michigan. They had their boats with them. They're like, I can't go out on my boat. And it's like, no, you're not allowed to go out on your boat. You're just yeah. not allowed to. And it's not, it's not a fishing wouldn't be bad or golfing isn't bad because it's only three white guys hanging out on a big fucking 
uh, field whacking balls. It's like, yeah, no, but it's the it's the concept of we gotta shut this shit down. Whether Definitely. this this is good, this isn't good, this might be okay, this might not be okay. The rule of thumb is if you don't deliver shit, deal with food, or work in a hospital, stay the fuck home. Um, that's it. End of discussion. There is no other way around it. It's just I don't know. It's it's that's frustrating. Nice. I mean, the, the government is doing what it what it can. You know, shout out to the stimulus check. Uh, uh, to, uh, well, to whoever got the stimulus check and whatever uh, amount they got it in. I'm um, going to half <laughs> shout out the stimulus check, as in that it helped to be certain, but it's not enough. So, so I, I did give, not file my taxes, so I didn't get it. So I don't I have to go and file to get it, and I don't give I may the gov- not get the full amount. But I don't give government. I don't give the government shit. Um, <laughs> fuck them. They're fucking this up. We need more money. We need more of this. We need better health care. They're fucking it up. So, fuck you, Trump, and your government. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't and, like and it. And that is the official statement of Trans Talk for Men. Yeah, the official fuck statement you, is Trump. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. um, Trans Talk for Men. I don't like it. Um, that's that's like uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. I still think their slogan should be "I love dicks." Oh, um, come on. Oh, absolutely. Um, so Dick's that's Sporting Goods. That's gonna be. That's going to be our new slogan is, I don't like it. Um, uh, it's whoever invented that, like, I mean, nobody uses dick as, like, a short for Richard unless they're, like, over 60. Really? I've met a couple dicks. N- not young dicks. I mean, that that is not untrue, but I was just young hoping you... Young guys named Richard or just, I just Richard or Richie or Rich. I was just hoping that you weren't going to reiterate that it wasn't young people i was just gonna stick with i've met a couple dicks and just leave it there as misinformation <laughs> um but you're like yeah but not young guys I'm like, shut Sorry, shut, shut your hole the joke shut shut your face yeah you don't you done fucked it up this is why everybody hates chris you done um, messed up a ron <laughs> yeah that's right you done messed up um by the way i do have a t-shirt with that teacher saying you done messed up a ron you want to go to war a a ron skits ever yes <laughs> timothy present do you actually had a jacqueline working for me so oh did you, you? know where that went <laughs> <laughs> um what, what, how, how does he what does he emphasize i know jaquelin J- oh it's jay quellen jay quellen that's it jay quellen <laughs> do i have a jay quellen here Jake, a Jacqueline. Balake. Balake. Where was Balake at? <laughs> I love Balake. Oh, so terrible. D nice. <laughs> you say your name right. <laughs> I swear to God, if one of y'all says another silly ass name, uh, did you mean Blake? Son of a bitch. Um, apparently, this show has just evolved into us doing skits of other shows. Of, Pretty much. <laughs> of, we do have stuff to talk about. Don't worry. We yeah, got this we stuff do. for y'all. Thanks for hanging in. Yeah, speaking of stuff to talk about, Chris, take it, take it the fuck away. Get it off my hands. I can't, I can't do this. Take it, AA Ron. All right, all right. So, uh, yeah, you know, I just, I just have some uh, late night musings from time to time. You know, thinking about guys and trans attractive men and our situations and our, you know, place in society and all that stuff. So, just had a really, really good question because you know we have, on previous shows we've been talking about advocacy. And, you know, how guys need to step it up and be present and be seen. And, you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think about how guys really enter into recognizing their trans attraction. So here's the question. 
Can a guy who was a customer to transgender prostitutes ever be taken seriously in the advocacy game? Or does he have to stop patronizing these women to be taken seriously? Mm. And so I, I love I love this question because it's nuanced and there's there's a lot um, there's a lot to it. So then mm-hmm. um, I like where you picked it up in one of your late night musings. So um, <laughs> yeah. because. Because there's this a lot is, of guys that are clients out there, right? There's a lot and of guys that a are, lot of trans women that support their women, their sisters, doing sex work. Well, see, that's the thing is that we've actually since started doing the show, we actually know guys that are clients. We know guys mm-hmm. that are uh, not clients and advocates and attracted. We know girls that are not workers and are supportive, and we know girls that are workers. Um, so, and advocates at the same time. Well, of course, and we community were community leaders. We were gonna. We were definitely gonna get worker. to that. Um, we were, yeah, we were gonna, you know, touch on that. So it's it's it comes from uh, comes from a bunch of different angles. So when you first posed this question, the first thing that popped into my head was these guys that solicit prostitution with trans women. Um, or working or escorting or whatever. I mean, let's call it what it is. It's prostitution. And I don't think, I think that prostitution is given a bad name, but I don't think it should have a bad name because I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything fundamentally wrong with prostitution, nor is there anything wrong with doing with your body as you choose and asking for some sort of transaction. This is all just holdovers of some bullshit religious nonsense about your body's a temple and nothing says my body's a temple like KFC. Um, so, and if you're not following that, I mean, you put shit in your body all the time. Some fucking temple it is. Uh, anyway, moving on. Um, I don't want to become a religious show. I mean, I do and I don't at the same time. So, um, so anyway, so the, there's these guys that solicit prostitution with these trans women, if I'm going to get right back on track and not go off on another giant diatribe. Um, and so these guys, almost by definition, that solicit trans women as prostitutes are often not open about their trans attraction and are not willing to have a trans relationship, I suppose, uh, a trans amorous relationship. So are these guys part of the community? Do they get to be advocates? Do they get a voice? Do they need to step up? Do they need to keep soliciting prostitution? Because a lot of these girls support their working sisters they say girl go get it go get the money you know do what you got to do mm-hmm. work that thing you know get out there and and do that and i think this is going to evolve into more topics about prostitution that i want to talk about perhaps a little later in the show if we get to it but that was that was my first thought and i'm going to kick it kick it back over to you chris because i'm rambling today oh it's just you know um obviously uh, uh well i'll just start at the base level with just you know these guys are referred to as clients, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and actually one I of the... I believe most huh? of them are named John. <laughs> yes, John's. <laughs> and uh, when, when we first started this show, um, I remember one of the reactions from uh, one of the women, as I posted it in like a Houston trans group, and one of the ladies was like, oh, well, I mean, they sound like, they sound like some of my clients. And I'm like, okay, well... Your clients are men too, and you know I would say uh, it's, it's 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 just interesting because there's a lot of guys that like look 
I let's just take me for example. I have never been a John, mm-hmm. and but if I decided to do it, how does that make? How does that invalidate everything that I've done that I am doing in the public eye right now? I am literally. A lot of trans women are prostituting to survive, and without me, they couldn't survive. Mm-hmm. I'm literally like we the the these clients are funding the lives of lots of trans women. You cut that off, where are they going to get their money now? Mm-hmm. So I mean, there obviously is a role for them to play here because I mean, they're the ladies need the money, um, but it's 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 just weird just because there's a, a there's a there's a uh, Gosh, I'm sorry. It's it, the hypocrisy is so blatant right now. It's just mm-hmm. it's really hard to get around because it's just like, oh well, you know that guy's a chaser. He's a bad guy. This is and that because he he only you know he he's going after the prostitutes and he's just a John. He's just a client. He's just this and that. Oh no, girl, you go go get your money. Get get it out the man. Forget them. This this and that. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, either they're both good or they're both bad. Yeah, it's like sort either of... this prostitution thing is good, and then everybody involved doesn't get penalized for taking part in it, or everyone gets penalized for taking part in it in terms of social standing and and you know the whole I don't know I guess morality points. Yeah, and it's it's sort of the have your cake and eat it too sort yeah. of deal, and um, you know when you say that a lot of these girls do this as work as a way to survive we don't mean to say that these girls aren't talented or don't have value or whatever but by and large Mm -hmm. society doesn't value them and because society doesn't value them they often can't get work Mm -hmm. or it can be difficult to get work or it can be in a situation where their workplace might be hostile towards them and i know that some women actually just prefer to do this um that this is just they want to do this they want to sell themselves they want to sell their body they like sexuality they like having sex they like owning their sexuality uh and we get that but i i do understand the is it it's either both good in the social standing or it's both bad in the social standing so let's let's take it i i actually want to parse that out a little bit let's let's tackle these let's tackle this piece by piece what what do you think would happen this is these are gonna be hypotheticals so what do you think would happen if we decided that this was bad it's both bad being a prostitute for the trans community or being a trans prostitute is bad and being a client is bad so the client bad part we already know about it's you are simply part of the problem you're not out you're not an advocate you're you know hiding which is causing more harm to the community which is you know go fuck yourself i just want your money um and i'll do whatever i can to get it so what what how does it how do you think it looks if we said that uh trans prostitutes are bad well i'm not saying i don't think it's about i don't know about the bad or good i think it's just really about being devalued in the community well certainly that's that's what i mean value you lose your standing so if you take part in this on either side can you really be the, the the a speaker at the you know trans march on dc Okay. Can you so, really be the lead person, one of the lead people at a conference, a national conference on trans issues, and be seen as a person that's a leader in this community and in the struggle? 
Mm-hmm. On on once on, on the the female side of it, I'm seeing the answer is mostly yes. Mm-hmm. Now for us as men, on our side of it, uh, I'm seeing that you will not be women will not allow you to be uh, uh, hold any positions of value if you patronize uh, uh, their 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 trans sisters mm-hmm. in yeah, any and, way. And you know why why do why do you think that is? Because when I think about it. I think of it as a, yeah, they are, they're keeping their attraction a secret and they're keeping their attraction sort of a dirty thing that only they know that they have to pay for and that they're not interested in these Well, it's, it's not even, it's not even a secret thing because I could do it. Mm-hmm. If I went out, if I went out to, let's just say we went out on a, on, on a, well, actually not, do that, but I mean, if I went out on a trip and then let's just say I went to LA. Mm-hmm. And I I caught, you know, some porn star that I absolutely love or whatever else, like some chick, whatever. It, let's just say I went out there and then I paid. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to be out and open about me paying for sex, mm-hmm. but I'm still out and open about my attraction to trans women and my belief that they have value and that trans women are women. Well, sure. But you you the are The fact out. that I paid and did that somehow just takes makes me uh, 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 tainted goods. Does But does that make you tainted goods, or does it only make the people who do it and then don't speak about it tainted goods? Because we know a couple guys that do mm-hmm. it and don't speak of it. True. And True. they're viewed as tainted goods. Um, it's definitely an easy vehicle to partake in and keep it a secret, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I, I just don't think... And, and, you know, obviously I would love to, you know, where we're going to have some other women on the show uh, in, in episodes after this, obviously. But, you know, it, it's not about whether I want to be an advocate or not. It's whether about it's it's about whether I'm allowed to be an advocate, because the way that this and what I'm seeing, you know, the way that this uh, political structure is, is set up is, you know, uh, if you don't kiss the ring and bend the knee, uh, <laughs> you will not be supported out here and you have to do things in a way that you know let's just say some of the political elites you know uh, uh say it has to be done right so it's, i it's... can't see any of them say us watching us do this and like knowing that oh yeah he's out there on the street he's been this girl he's paying for this or he's he's super messy no we're not going to let him be on this round table discussion and share his experience no we're not going to let him be a speaker at the march. We're not going to let him, you know, be the be a face or you know have any sort of standing in our community. Yeah, and we do know for a fact that marches and stuff like that will back away from any guy with any amount of controversy. Um, so we understand that that can be difficult, and you know, it it, it is. It's it's the you have to be on the up and up, and it's not so much talked about the the darker after night sort of stuff in mm-hmm. in the community and it's difficult and i want to make sure that it's i want to make it 100 percent clear that it's difficult to have to deal with that but i also think that as men it's strange for us to sort of be on the bottom so to speak where we're kind of society society is structured for us to be 
more on top, more in charge, more we can do both things. We can be the prostitute and the advocate at the same time. And it's strange mm-hmm. for us to not have have both things. And I, I get that that is, that is a cis male privilege to be certain, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's something that shouldn't be looked at or potentially changed in the terms of how can we bring out the whole community. So um, I wanted to make that clear that I see that. And, you know, because I, cause I, can, I can already hear uh, people saying like, oh, what, you can't handle, you know, not having all the power and stuff like that. And it's <laughs> it's it's not a power grab. It's more of a how can we be a more cohesive community as a sure. whole? I don't want I, I love our podcast and I love talking to all these people and I love advocating and getting out there and being trans attracted and being open about it and helping people out as best I can. But I am not the keynote speaker. I am not the front runner. I do not want to sure. be the front runner. I simply want to be in the community. I want to talk to the part of the community that doesn't necessarily that the, the the women don't necessarily speak to fully, you know. So, you know, that's that's our whole thing is we're going we're talking to the guys here and of course we love the women that join us, and we absolutely we absolutely <laughs> welcome you here. Welcome, welcome. Please take the good chairs. Um, yeah. I want you to take the good chairs, um, oh. but uh, but you know we we want to talk to the guys too. So we want to be part of that community, but as a support mm-hmm. role, um, which mm-hmm. Chris can tell you every time we play a team based shooter video game. I love the support role. That's where I fucking shine. I love being supportive and not the frontline person but the question is is that can these guys who are soliciting play the support role um and right now it feels like they can't play the support role so how do we bring this about how do we change this what can we do to help these guys get out of that non-supportive role and into that supportive role well i mean a lot of it obviously i think time uh you know, I, I think everything takes time. So, I mean, I, I, th- I just think, you know, slowly over time, guys evolve their views. And, um, but I mean, some of them won't ever. Like, some of them aren't interested in being in actual relationships with trans women. And they're, they're, they, they want to live a different life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but are I, those I think guys. There are people that can be saved. Are those, and, no, but are those guys excluded? Are those guys that do not want a relationship but are still trans attracted, still only visit trans prostitutes, still partake in that, well, are they excluded just because they do not want a relationship because they live a different life? I, in my mind, I exclude them only because a lot of the times these guys have uh, relationships with cis women. Uh, where they got wives. Like, they got wives or just you know serious relationships like they're living with their girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So like they usually have other stuff going on in the background mm-hmm. while they you know partake, but I mean that's true of John's you know with women whether they're of trans experience or not. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the only reason why I threw them out of my head because I'm really you know focused on guys that are single and earnest and 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 their their uh, uh, attraction and, and and love for trans women and supporting their causes and it's just like the entry point like we we've been over this a couple times on the show you know the entry point for a lot of guys is porn or prostitution Mm -hmm. 
So that's that's the story of a lot of guys. But I just think like, you know, there needs to be space for people to evolve over time, um, and, and and I guess shed the the stigma of being a client or a John mm-hmm. over time to being somebody that's truly admired by the community, somebody who can be a leader and somebody who can speak to other men and teach. And um, obviously that's our feeling as men so far. We don't, we haven't set up a community of guys. There's no community where they can come in and learn from older guys and, and really, you know, learn their place in the community and, and, how how they need how they can get their story out there. You know, I've heard there's a show that's trying to help with that. <laughs> I don't I don't I I, don't, I can't remember I can't remember the name of it. I, I don't um, I can't flex it. It's 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 an <laughs> it's an okay show. I, I'd give yeah. it maybe four stars. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Chad, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Um, no, I I hear you there. Um, so. You brought up an interesting point that I hadn't thought about, and it got my brain whirling when you said it, which is a lot of these guys have this as their entrance points. And Mm -hmm. we've talked about in the past is a lot of these guys come into this stuff dumb as shit. Um, And we love you guys that are even dumb as shit, but you're still dumb as shit. Um, And you got the wrong mindset and the wrong things, and then they try to evolve a relationship out of the only experience they know, which is the prostitution relationship, which in my limited, very limited experience with this, um, I've never solicited a prostitute. I have had a lap dance. It was really good lap dance. Um, You can hear about it on one of our earlier episodes, but I've never solicited prostitution, but you know, I've seen it and I've read about it and stuff like that. And my experience is that, or my thought on it is that, prostitution is much more open to terms that aren't used in relationships terms that aren't used in advocacy and simply it's more open to that because it's sort of the darker side of things it's sort of the more porn adjacent things and it's a and it's a money transaction of i don't really give a fuck just give me your money um and of course i'm not saying that all women are i don't give a fuck just giving give me your money a lot of these women do this because they have very little other avenues or they feel they are obligated to do this or they you know feel that they can use their sort of societal status as sex toys to do this sort of thing um which i want to actually touch on in just a minute but you know it, it leaves a lot of these guys Vulnerable, so their next step when they try to pursue the relationship, so they've they've tried it with the trans woman, they've taken the dive, they've gone to the prostitute, they've gone to the professional. They're going to pay to get the experience. They're going to pay to have sex with the trans woman. So when they go to the relationship, they know that that this is what they want. They know that they want a trans woman. They know that they're sexually compatible with the trans woman. They know that this isn't the first time going. This isn't some sort of experience. They've done this, but they're left with sort of the wrong set of skills you know what i mean like i played basketball my whole life so i show up to the baseball league to try out well there's still there's still sports but wrong set you know what i mean um so 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 what do we do about this oh, man it's uh 
as a society. <laughs> or, I mean, just as a small community, I, I really, what I really think needs to happen is, um, I think the stigma that's associated with being a client needs to be, you know, uh, I, I really think that needs to go away. Um, and, and, and that's just, and that's just for me just saying that like, I think I've, I've, I've met some guys who have very valid opinions and they're human beings and they definitely have some evolving to do. And I see, you know, I, I see great things out of these people sometimes. And I'm just like, man, like, dude, this guy could really, like, he could really come up and, and, and once he, once we get him taught up and learned and he just gets around the right people, he could really be a force in this community. But I would hate for this whole, this dude's whole, like, you know, life or, or, you know, ability to, to do that, be wiped away by it from, cause he's tagged with this stigma because, you know, eight years ago, he used to mess around with prostitutes so or working the, girls, whatever. So the answer to that <laughs> is more reading girls. material. <laughs> the answer to that is pamphlets. So what yeah. we do is we arm all the trans women who are doing sex work with pamphlets and you <laughs> hand out your pamphlet and the guy has to spend 15 minutes reading the pamphlet while you go get ready, you know, take a poop, make sure your butthole's clean. Um, oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. There's a real reason why they use the bathroom beforehand. I've seen oh. the videos. I've seen the proof. Um, the earth <laughs> the earth is flat. Um, not really, but um, about them taking a poop the earth really is flat um (laughs) it's 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 my favorite when you're just like oh my god um (laughs) but uh we need more reading material uh but no i I mean you know obviously that the real solution is just for society to change and, and and take the stigma off of women being trans and and prostitutes some fucking regular ass jobs so that they don't have to turn to that. Obviously, that is the real solution. Well, sure. Uh, I mean, I would I would wind the <laughs> clocks back even a little bit farther and say that first of all, let's get rid of the stigma of prostitution. Let's make this true. like something that you can do and give these people fucking safety and health care. So mm. so it isn't so risky. So it isn't so amoral. Mm-hmm. So it isn't all of these things, which then reverses the view on the guys that solicit the prostitutes because you don't get shamed for going to Walmart. Um, and you know, Tiffany is just the local Kroger's to the Walmart and there's nothing, there's nothing shameful about choosing this over that. And that's how I think we should start, but then you're absolutely right where we got to, as a society, change the stigma against trans women against being trans and this even includes trans men um but you know of course our focus is more on trans women where it's it's you need to change that stigma so these people can be safe in their workplace so they can get jobs so they are not discriminated against so there is no sexual or gender identity discrimination and a lot of companies have that in their clauses when you sign a contract with them and a lot of it is still bullshit um yeah. So, because uh, I mean, the company, look, there's, you can you can legislate, you can write, you can make written rules about all sorts of things to stop discrimination and bigotry. But uh, you know, you know, bigoted people and, and and homophobic and transphobic people 
They'll find a way around that. I'm looking at you, you know, Chick Fil A. You're still gonna get it, and it's it's. Oh gosh, uh, humans are terrible. Yes, yes, <laughs> we are. Um, we are without a doubt extremely flawed creatures. But um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, well, it, what it does is it makes the bigots more clever, in the sense of, or less clever in some senses, uh, mm-hmm. for how to handle their bigotry. So you put things into legislation that say. You cannot discriminate against any person of any gender identity, non-binary, trans, doesn't fucking matter. You can't do it. So the bigot says, well, they say I got to hire you, so I'm gonna, but I saw you stealing that paperclip, so you fired. Um, and it's just like, no, it isn't because you stole a fucking paperclip, because we all know that you're dipping into the company funds. Uh, it's because I'm trans, or because I'm this, or because I'm that. And, you know, we've talked about it in the past, and that spills over to the guys, too, where it's sort of this thing for the guys where a lot of them don't come out as trans attractive because that could affect their job, too. It affects their the society's view of them as men, and then if they are, you know, the businessman in the suit, well, you can't be a businessman in the suit. You're You're a queer who fucks those... Who fucks those trans chicks who are really just men in dresses, aren't you? You're just a pervert, and so we're going to fire you because you can't be the face of the business. Um, how could you possibly be the face of the business? How? Could, what would that say about us, you know, of course? And then we can get into the big business diatribe about these people are literally killing people. And then people go, oh, you can't be the face of my business because you love somebody. Um, uh, it's It's fun, isn't it? It's fun how in society love is worse than hate. Um, I don't know that that's just it's 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 fucking baffling but I agree it's a societal structure that needs to be changed um, oh, definitely um, but I, in this immediate uh, topic I just think the uh, what needs to change is just I, I think we all just need to come to an agreement that if a guy in, in any part of his life or if he's still doing it whatever if he's, I mean, if he's not violent, if he's not violent, if he doesn't have a reputation for being violent, you know, he treats people right, he's, he's a good guy or whatever else, like, I just, let's, I think we need to come into agreement that being a, a, a customer of a, or client of a trans uh, prostitute or a trans sex worker um, does not immediately take away his value as sure. a trans attracted man in our community. Certainly, and I don't think that it should. And I 100% agree with if he's a good person, if he's regular, if he's clean, if he's a client, if he's not trying to be terrible, if he's not trying to beat you up, if he's not trying to dox you, if he's not trying to do horrible, horrible things. I would like to call out to all of our trans sisters out there who do sex work. It's not your, once again, it's not your job to educate them, but (laughs) I I ask that you invite them into the community. You say, look, you know, you've been working with me a long time, and I would like to invite you into the community in the sense of, in the sense of your, this is a welcome space for you to inhabit, and you're going to be safe here and respected here, and everything is going to be, is going to be good for you. See, you know, a lot of these things, a lot of times, Chris. It kind of sounds... I get that it sounds a little ridiculous. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I mean, just here it's like, okay, I get it. Not all not all not all clients are the same. I get it. I just 
this thing came up because I just know, I know at the very least, somebody very close to me, and I'm like, man, okay, well, if this guy is out here patronizing prostitutes, I know he's a good dude, and I know he's not violent. I mean, at the very least, you know, he's still in the infancy of his tr attraction where he needs to come to terms with a certain with some things and, you know, be a little bit more open. But, you know, over time, I think he could really learn. And I'm just like, if I brought him in, if I brought him on this show and we had him on this show and we were talking about our experiences, stories and whatever else, like I would hate for somebody to turn and be like, well, I mean, he's just a client anyways. Oh, well, I mean, his opinion is completely invalid now. Right. And, and, and his, his experience is completely invalid. And I'm just like, oh, well, that just... That's unfortunate, and I, I would hate for that to be how things roll here. You know, you know what's interesting as we talk more and more about issues throughout, you know, the year that we've been doing this, and the next year that we'll be doing this, and the future that we'll be doing this, and mm -hmm. as we advocate, it's it's so apparent that in order for real change to happen, for real progress to happen, is that both trans-attracted men and trans women, we have to work hand-in-hand. Hand. We have to be able to support each other when we need it, and we have to both be able to reach out across the aisle and help each other. And I think that that's, one, a great thing, but I also think it's unfortunate because I wish that you and I could solve these problems, Chris, right here, right now. Be like, <laughs> yeah. Chris and I have the solution, and the solution <laughs> is pamphlets. Um mm -hmm. But unfortunately, that's not how it works. Unfortunately, we do have to rely on these girls that see these guys all the time to say that, you know, Chris and I would love to be able to educate these guys. Um, it'd be like, yep, we got you, bro. Don't worry. We're here at the club with you. We have a little information booth. Uh, it's like that. Um, it's like the bubble booth in SpongeBob. We are open. Um, but uh, um a little a little information booth i'd love to be in all the all the clubs all the bars to be like hey guys come on over here get yeah. your condoms learn a little bit you know take a five minute session with us but the thing well, is that we we can't we have to rely on the girls that see these guys all the time and i understand that, that can a lot of times be a big ask for these girls to say that hey this these are men that come to you from a part of society that has decided to kick you when you're down um, and that a lot of them can see that as a these guys are coming in here with their suits and they're not open about it and they are part of the society that says trans women are not worthwhile so I'm not going to do any more than I have to with these people um, but we are asking for your help in the people that are in contact with these people the people that can make this person into a potential advocate a potential ally and of course it won't work for everybody but any amount that we can make adds numbers to our ranks and to our community and any strength in the community helps strength strengthen change in society at large um, well i would also challenge the uh you know all the guys that are listening to this you know if you if you find yourself in those clubs and and you know a lot of cities have those clubs that are frequented uh, by a, a lot, lot of, of the good cities. Sex not workers. <laughs> not like Chicago or Lansing. You know, All Lansing yeah. has a fucking quarantine rally. 
Well, if you know, if you find yourself in any of those places, because I mean, and, and like uh, the Las Vegas Lounge was kind of one of those places. Yup. Dude, get up and go and just talk to the other guys. Just like, just introduce yourself, man. Just like I think the biggest problem that we have as guys typically is that we're you know so afraid and we do this lone wolf hunting where we don't really commune with the other guys. Not at that all. That are obviously like us because we're all in the same fucking room. You know what you're all there for. You know, you know what be, you're all tr- attracted to. You know there's going to be guys in that same room. And I'm not saying that this isn't a great challenge. I 100% agree with it. But you you know there are going to be guys in the same room talking to the same girl that you visited yesterday. And you'll be like, hey, man, isn't she hot? You know, I was with her. You know, I'm trans attracted too. And they're going to be like, I'm not attracted to trans women. You're full of shit. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, just try and talk to the guys. I mean, really. I mean, when I, when I went to the... Um, Las Vegas Lounge, and, and you know, because I'm sorry, I, I was hearing from my cousin, <laughs> very, uh, and I got a lot of family out there, but one of my cousins is telling me he went into a spot one time, and he just saw, like, the guys sitting there separate, like, one guy's <laughs> over there, one guy's at one booth, one guy's, like, but, you know, all the girls are there hanging out with each other, talking to each other, and the guys weren't communicating at all, and I'm just like, dude. Like, guys, get the fuck up and just go introduce yourself to a, a potential friend. Can we, if any of you own a club. <laughs> potential brother. Yeah, if any of you own a club or if any of you visit these clubs or if any of you know the club owners or work at these clubs or bars or whatever, can I throw an idea out to you guys, which is can we have a guy's night at one of these clubs like once, twice a month? Just have a guy's night and it just has to be something simple like. What would the guy's night look like? Hang Is on. There... Hang on. Not just for men. It's not just for men, but it's like the it's like the ladies' nights at bars where the ladies get in free or whatever, or their their uh, their entrance fee is waived. But what it has to be is like you bring a friend, you guys get a free round of drinks. You go up to the bar with somebody whose name you know. Like all you have to do is find another guy in the club, learn their fucking name, go up to the bar, and be like, "This is my friend Joe. This is my friend." I'm not going to say John, Carl, um, and say, and then you get a free round of drinks or whatever. They'll mark your hand and be like, okay, you got your free whatever. But anything to encourage communication, you know what I mean? To to spur, to poke people into communicating. I think that's a, you know, definitely a good idea for, I, I think that's a really good idea for like a community event, really. Um, yeah. Well, just I mean, just, just to just have it at, you know, a bar or whatever. And I'm not saying, of course, that the ladies are excluded because that's why they're there. They're not there to not hang out with the ladies. But just it just has to be, I've met this person and that's it. Um, like, because that's where that shit starts. You just have to meet somebody. And then all you got to do is tell the barkeep to take three extra minutes getting the drink and be like absolutely I'll get your drink I gotta go serve these people at the end of the bar real quick and those two idiots have to stand there and they have to talk to each other and bada bing bada boom you got two more people uh, I don't know man <laughs> I, uh, being in those places I could, I, could, I mean look these are I, I would say half the women in a lot of these places that were the kind of places that we're talking about places that are definitely frequented by lots of uh, uh sex workers um i mean these are people that get guys to pay money routinely like they can just game some guy like yeah i need a free drink come over here and 
I'm not going to talk to you. Just just come over here and, and what's your name? Okay. We can maybe. Have a drink. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's maybe that's uh, how it will turn but, out. You know, I but, think I, I mean I think it's on on the guys as well to like go into these spots and just don't even not even look for sex. Just look to meet people and just sit there and just talk. Well, then we need like, to put out board games and <laughs> and pamphlets. Dude, I literally spent all night. I, I spent an entire night in. Well, not entire night. I spent a good like four to five hours just talking with this sex worker in in Vegas at the bar. I didn't pay her anything. I didn't even buy her. She bought her own drinks. She had her own money. Literally, we just sat there and we just talked. And I I learned so much from her about her life and and sex work as a whole. I obviously told her about the podcast. We talked about me a little bit. But like we just really just sat and talked and just had great conversation. And if I was there just trained to do nothing but okay, I got to go home with somebody. I got to, I'm here to, I'm here to purchase, here to purchase, here to go home, here for sex, sex, sex. So like, just take, just take some time off from that shit and just sit and talk. And obviously not all the girls are going to be willing to just sit and talk. Trivia. But hopefully you'll find somebody to sit and converse with. Obviously not for hours, but even for, you know, a good 15, 20 minutes, just sit there and converse. With, with with no aspirations of, okay, well, I'm definitely going to take this chick. Like, I'm definitely going to take her home. Or I'm definitely going to, you know, sh- or I'm definitely going to pay her money. And like, give her my She's going to get my money dick. tonight. This is the one. Just sit there and just chat, man. Like, really just get to know people. Yeah. Well, I was, uh, that's, uh, I, I shouted it out. But trivia night. Try do a trivia night <laughs> thing, too. I'm trying ideas for social engagement. Trivia night where the rules are in these clubs. It has to be at least two guys, one trans woman on the team. Um, and maybe that could be, you know, maybe more of a, a shout out to a lot of the bar owners to really try to hold more community driven events than, you know, okay, this is the place. And we know this is where all the girls come up to pick up their clients and Johns for the night. But let's try and, you know, like you said, like trivia, doing stuff like that, but really make it like, hey, we want everybody to come out. And this is just, you know, a fun community experience. And if the if the guys yeah, cool. are horny and they're there for the girls, make the trivia night something horny well, and something I mean, that they want. Like the, the reward. Well, right. But make the reward something that they would want, something that they would stick around to. Like they get one of the chick's panties or something like that if no, they win. Dude, no, um, that's stupid. I don't know. I don't no. partake in bar shit. <laughs> um, all you re- typically all you really get is you know maybe a, a free hundred dollar bar tab or something. Well, and, uh, there you go. Um, I don't know. I'm, but... I'm just saying you got to do something to keep the horn dog. You got to keep keep the horn dogs there, and that was where my mind immediately <laughs> went. So it was panties. Um, used nasty panties. Um, <laughs> Maybe they could sell a signed picture. I, I don't know. That is Maybe. weak sauce. Um, uh, but yeah, not, not no. <laughs> I wouldn't want the family. Like, what the fuck? I didn't labor through all. Well, I mean, but a part of the just because you, know, you do don't bar, want the panties doesn't mean that we don't. Everybody, <laughs> do we will. Ex- trivia. It's a social experience in itself with your teammates. If you want to mail your panties, mail them to transtalkformen at gmail.com. Just figure it out. I'll send you I'll send you Chris's address. We'll get the panties mailed out. Oh, you know, it's, it's fine. Yeah, I don't um, want them. <laughs> <laughs> he wants them. I want them. Um, <laughs> um, I, I mean, outside of this main prostitution thing and all this stuff, I mean, look, 
I, 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 ladies, I know as men, we gotta, we, we have to work on ourselves. And I know there's a lot of fucked upness on the man side of things. And, Stepping up. You know, we're, we're, we, we fucked up for so long in terms of not having community and teaching all day, every day, how to act right and all that kind of shit. So, look, I know we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> this is not me saying, oh, women need to do this and they need to, and it's, it's none of the man's fault. Like, I know, I know we you fucked done, up. You done fucked up, Balake. This is real. I know we, as as men and as trans attracted men, we done yeah like I mean I said we done fucked up a Ron, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I know there's a lot of work to be done, but you know it definitely can't it us coming together as a community and making things better for everybody just it doesn't happen unless we start to throw ideas out there and just work together. So I mean it's a conversation and we're gonna have some uh, some women on here to you know. Tell us our ideas are stupid and shout us down uh, at some point here. Um, actually, we got yep. some pretty fiery guests on the way. So, oh boy, trust me, these are these are ladies with ideas and they are very strong minded. I can't wait to be told they, I'm stupid. They got nothing but fire, hot fire for everybody. I can't. I love I love listening to them. So they're they're absolutely amazing. It's super smart. Uh huh. Super smart women. So. so that's that's definitely something to look forward to. Um, For sure. I wanna I wanna add one more quick thought that I had mm-hmm. that I was gonna get to about the whole prostitution thing, which is mm-hmm. for girls that support um, their sisters that are that do prostitute that do sex work. Uh, once again, not saying don't support your sisters. Of course, you always should. Um, I think a lot of it comes. I think that a lot of that support comes from these. I think they feel like they're doing something against the guys that do have wives and that do come and visit them and that are never going to be advocates are never going to be open about their trans attraction or are going to continuously be shitty in the daylight and push Mm -hmm. societal norms to treat them wrongly but visit them at the nighttime. I think it's more of a cheer for, yeah, go get that fuckhead's money. He doesn't know that he's losing money. You're not losing anything. All Mm -hmm. you're doing is getting some good dick, which... I doubt it's going to be that good. Let's be fucking real. Um, but, uh, I know I say it's not. Um, I read, I read a pamphlet about it. Um, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Um, yes, full circle. Um, but, uh, new writing joke. Yeah. Um, I'm certain they love it. Uh, you fucking better love it. Um, I know where you live. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think that's where a lot of that support comes from is like, go get them girl, you know, uh, go, go, go get that fuckhead's money. And I think you should get the fuckhead's money to be certain. Uh, I think we should not have fuckheads at all though, in general. I think society should get so far to the proper place where the fuckheads are the marginalized, where we all collectively as a human society, as both trans attracted men and non-trans attracted men look at those people and go, what a fuckhead. Um, so wouldn't that be something? Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. I don't want to hang out with non-trans attracted <laughs> men. They suck. Um, they're boring. They're just like, man, did you see the game? And I'm like, no. Um, but that's just me. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm definitely into sports. I know, I know. Go I'm, Packers. I'm, I'm kidding. Go Bucks. The Fudge Packers. Um Go Green Bay Packers. The Green Fudge Packers. Go Bucks. Um, Love the Greek Freak. And I'm a LeBron fan. The the James. Um, LeBron James. LeBron James. I have literally 
reprising. It, it, since we're, we're out, they were just really, I, I feel like I've run out of steam on this one and kind of transitioning out of it. Uh, Do it. Transition away. I have away. watched a crap ton of ESPN 30 for 30s. I don't know what uh, that is. During this is. 30 for 30s are um, ESPN sports documentaries. And oh. they tell some very amazing stories. And I mean, I watched a special about the ABA, which was like, you you know, um, you remember that that movie, uh, Semi Pro, with Will yeah, Ferrell? yeah, yeah, yeah. He that was like that that was the ABA where you know Podunk Towns, like Buffalo, New York, had a team. The Flint the Tropics. Yeah, like so it was a small teams like that, and then uh, four of the teams got absorbed into the NBA, and the and the league just crumbled. Huh. So they they shut the league down. And like the Spurs went over there, and um, forgot who else, but some other teams went over there. And uh, St. Louis apparently used to have a team, but they don't anymore. So, but the the guys, it, it, it was just really good stories. But man, I'm watching all the old shit. I watched fucking Magic Johnson HIV uh, special. Mm. They did a they did a whole thing about him. His announcement mm-hmm. is just called the announcement. So oh. Good. So fucking good. Well, hey, you know what? Um, to tie to tie this in, just so just so nobody's turned us off just yet, uh, because we're talking about sports. Um, who's the, who's the chick we're trying to get hold of? What's her name? Uh, let's call Kayla her Autumn Ward. Kayla Autumn Ward. If any of you know Kayla Autumn Ward, we are working with her, trying to get her onto the show because we want to have a sports episode about trans women in sports or the lack thereof. Um, so help us out with that in other words for those of you who are listening and Kayla Autumn Ward who is listening we know you are hi Kayla thanks for listening contact us we want to talk to you about your hey, experience in sports plus we want to talk about some news stories that are way old about trans athletes participating in sports specifically in middle school and high school um, uh, just as a little teaser for that let them participate um, that's my view. But anyway, um, Chris, you don't get your view in this one. Your your view is much more nuanced. Um, but, uh, yeah, to tie that in, so we're we're definitely, you know, working on that. Yeah, we're we, working some, on, we got some good shows. Uh, we uh, we we're do. We're working on getting some good, bringing some good shows to y'all, so. We are certainly trying. For sure. I don't have anything else to say. No, that's, I, I think I'm about tapped out this episode. Thanks yep. for listening, though. Thanks yeah. Thanks for sticking with us, everybody. Yeah. And feel free to uh, jump in our DMs. And I mean, I don't even have to ask, tell you to jump in our DMs. You just do anyway. So you just slide right in. (laughs) Slide right in (laughs) the DMs and, uh, you know, give us some feedback. Tell us what you think. You know, we definitely want to hear from everybody. So, uh, and also don't forget to give us five stars. Is it five? Rate this Hang on. It's not four. You carry the. It's five. Oh yeah, it's definitely five stars. Yep, you got to give us five stars. Give it yes. to us on Rate iTunes and review our podcast. Positive reviews only. Yeah, you got something bad to say? Keep it to yourself. Yeah, we don't give a shit. Learn from Bambi. <laughs> I think it was Bambi. If you don't have anything nice to say, go fuck off. There um, you go. That's pretty exactly sure that was in, how they said it in the movie. Pretty sure that was in the movie. Yeah, uh, that, uh, that little rabbit said it. Um, I read a pamphlet on it. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> In the pamphlets. Oh my god! If I, everywhere. If, if I get you to say whatever dumb shit I'm saying, <laughs> I know I've won. Um, <laughs> um, 
But yeah, definitely uh, rate and review us. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Music. You can leave us an email at transtalkformen at gmail.com. We are on Instagram, transtalkformen on Instagram. We are on Twitter. That's transtalkmen. There's a bunch of underscores in between those words on Twitter. We are also on YouTube. Uh, there you can find full episodes. Listen to that stuff if you're just weird and want to do all your shit on YouTube. I don't know why. Um, and uh, we are also on Facebook. Uh, Trans Talk for Men Facebook page. So we've got just all sorts of so- social media shit. Um, our Instagram is one of the best places. It's blowing up. Uh, we do Instagram lives, or we've been trying to do a lot more. We get a lot of people listening to those. Those are fun on a bun because usually I'm drinking, and by the end of it, uh, I'm nice and tipsy. So yeah, we do some um, Instagram lives, and we had Taylor on there, and um, we've had some guests too. On there, yep. And we have had a guest on there. We had um, Brianna from the Box Five Five Twelve podcast. Yep, five Twelve. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, do you say Box Number Five Twelve, or is it just Box Five Twelve? Because it's it's spelled out B O X N O, which is number five one two, and I have to say number because people are like. Is that a hashtag? Yeah. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. So, I mean, we had Brianna on the show. She, you know, was amazing. And we're, we're definitely not on the show on our on our live. And um, we definitely want to have her and her co-host on at some point. So yeah. we are working that out right now. So we got some good stuff coming up. But definitely keep keep an eye out for our, our lives on Instagram. Because that is, that's that's your best opportunity to... Um, to tell us what to think about, you know, our points during the shows. And, I mean, I, we had people bringing up stuff from, like, that I, I mean, I had people bringing up stuff I said, like, eight months ago. Yeah. And I'm like, I that, said that? We don't even um, remember it. Okay, um. well, after I'm thinking about it for a little bit, I'm like, oh, that, I think that might sound like me. I don't know. <laughs> oh, also, really quick. I'm sorry. I got to do this before the show ends because I, I, I had this in my mind to do, man. I okay. have to. Okay. I have to proclaim... Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes. If you stay with us this long, you're getting a little bit extra. Yes. I have changed my mind. Not changed my mind, but man, I Daisy Taylor has won me over. I am oh? back on the Daisy Taylor train. Why is this? Man. She they she and sorry y'all, this is porn talk now. Porn uh, talk now. She she released a new um, she released a, it was a new scene. Uh-huh. Uh, where it, cause you know, I like the story, the fuck, even the stupid story shit. Oh, I love uh, the stupid and, story and, shit. and I think she was wearing, I don't know if she grew her hair out again or she's just wearing wigs now, but yeah, she did have the long hair back. Thank goodness. Okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, man, it was like some, like they were like robbers and the police were outside and they were like, well, shit, the police will be here in 15 minutes. What are we going to do? Fuck. <laughs> nice. They had like the sirens outside and shit. It was just, it was crazy. And uh, man, I, I, I really, I enjoyed the character in that one, and obviously the fucking and all that. But well, man, Daisy Taylor, you want me back over? Well, the, well beef, then, the beef is squashed. Con- con- <laughs> congratulations to Daisy Taylor. You've made it, kid. This is the big times. Um. <laughs> I'm just, I had to proclaim it because I know I was a little hard on her. In previous episodes, and son of a bitch, she did it. So ne- next up is Natalie Mars, is what you're saying. Oh, uh, look, I already said she got her sexy value to where it's just, you know. I didn't, I, I'm just teasing you. Thanks. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, that's cool. I have not seen that video. I'll have to try to find it. Um, it's dope. So, for sure, but I also haven't had any time to fucking spank it. It's a trans angels uh, oh, okay. uh, uh, scene. Okay. Actually, so. she did for them. So. All right. Just so, if any of the rest of you guys want to, you know, check it out. Or yeah. ladies. Who knows yeah. who wants to watch it. For sure. <laughs> um, hey, that's that's cool stuff. And with that, I think it's time for us to oh, yeah. that's all I got. say goodbye. So uh, thanks for listening to us, guys. Um, thanks for partaking, guys and girls, um, hanging out with us. And until next time, I've been Eric. And I'm Chris. See ya. Peace.